Good morning, podcast. I'm Chef Ben, and this is Food in Five, brought to you by HowToNotBurnShit.com, your culinary manual. And today I'm going to do something a little bit different. I'm actually going to take an opportunity to talk about Anthony Bourdain and why I am over him. Uh, So let me just start by explaining who Anthony Bourdain is for those of you who are unaware. Bourdain is a former chef, author, and TV personality. He's written 10 or so books, the most famous of which is Kitchen Confidential. He's also hosted a variety of food and travel shows pretty much nonstop since 2002. Even if you don't know his name, you probably know his face. Bourdain's book, Kitchen Confidential, had a major impact on cooks of my generation. It has inspired countless young people to get into the industry, including myself. And I first read it in grade 10, and it helped to solidify my desire to be a chef and gave me that final push I needed into the industry. It was a raunchy, honest look at the restaurant industry from the inside out. And it's a great book, still one of my favorites, and I consider myself lucky to have an autographed copy of it in my library. Even beyond Kitchen Confidential, Bourdain has been somewhat of a hero to cooks all over the world. One of us that made good, made it out of the industry alive, and lived to tell our story. And for years, his name was spoken in kitchens with a rare respect reserved only for the greatest of us. One of the most relatable aspects of Bourdain was the fact that he wasn't a great chef. He wasn't famous for his food. He held the position as a head chef of a busy but fairly common restaurant in New York. He wasn't Gordon Ramsay or Thomas Keller. He was just a regular cook. He was one of us because he could have been any of us. His early shows were about an old cook traveling around the world and eating. These are the shows most chefs would make given the opportunity, and Bourdain allowed us to live vicariously through him. Uh, He ate his way around the world, going to interesting places and meeting interesting people. It's every chef's dream, and Bourdain made it attainable. He spoke like us, looked like us, he was us, until he wasn't. A few years ago, I found out that Bourdain was coming to Nova Scotia. He was going to be in the Valley for a film festival, and a lot of people were excited about it. I wanted to be, but I wasn't, and I wasn't sure why. This man was a hero to me and all of my friends, but I was indifferent to his presence. At that point, I knew that something had changed for me with Bourdain. I just wasn't sure what it was. It actually took quite a while to figure out why I had grown indifferent to him. I'd become disinterested in him at best, and at worst, I looked at him with pity. Over the years, Bourdain has gone from chef to celebrated author to cook's hero to celebrated TV host and more. Why would I pity him? Every cook has a best before date. The job is physically and psychologically difficult, and very few people can do it forever. So I hold no grudges towards Bourdain for leaving the industry. But what I've come to realize is that Bourdain is no longer the working class hero that we all connected with. He doesn't look like us anymore. He doesn't talk like us anymore. He doesn't act like us anymore. He's been out of the kitchen for longer than he was in it, and now he resembles more an elitist author and TV personality than he does an old chef. I pity him because he's lost the very thing that made him unique. He's lost substance. He used to write and speak because he had something to say. He had a story to tell that he felt was important for the world to hear. It was personal to him. Now, it feels as though he is a celebrity because he is a celebrity. He feels less like a working class hero and more like a Kardashian. It is inevitable that he, just like all of us, would change. We grow as our experiences shape us. We become people unrecognizable to the ones we were before. That's part of the human condition. But there are a few things worse than a 50-year-old man pretending to be 18. And that's how I feel about Bourdain. He is a celebrity pretending to be a chef. 
there's little authenticity left because he's been a celebrity for longer than he was ever a chef. As I write this, it dawns on me that my feelings towards Bourdain haven't changed entirely because he has, but partly because he hasn't. He still claims a connection to my world that now seems disingenuous. It's almost like a middle-aged man holding on to his glory days on the high school football team. There's a sadness to it. The Bourdain of today is not the Bourdain of yesterday. He's not the hero that we all looked up to anymore. He's actually become the very thing that he lashed out against in his early books when he wrote with disdain about the celebrity chefs of that era. Bourdain will always hold a special place in my heart, and just like you will for many of my peers. I don't hate him. I feel sorry for him. He's become a shell of his former self and the very thing that he's always hated most. A person trying to hold on to fame just for the sake of holding on to it. Now, obviously, Bourdain can do what he wants and continue his pursuit of fame and money. I just can't watch it anymore. That is why I'm over Anthony Bourdain. I'm Chef Ben. This is Food and Five, brought to you by HowToNotBurnShit.com, your culinary manual. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Chef Ben Kelly. You can follow me on Facebook at Ben Kelly Cooks. And if you like this podcast, please subscribe to it and tell your friends about it. I'll be back tomorrow with another fantastic episode of Food History. I'll see you then.